Video games. Video games, Nick. That's the topic this week. That's the topic this week. Welcome to the Trelour Blazures. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Moon, joined by the illustrious Nick Kelly. The other one. We have got a show for you, a different formatted show this week because there's literally so much video game content that it has dwarfed, overshadowed the movie and TV content. Um, So, you know, we're going to try to make it fun. We're still going to talk about some stuff that we normally talk about, but just there's a big old video game section that we're going to cover. Okay? Because, and you want to know why? You want to know why? Why? Do you know why, Nick? No, I haven't. Because... Because E3 usually happens at the beginning of June. It's not happening this year. And so right about this time is when all these video game companies are like, you know, touting their wares. I, I think it's safe to say that E3 is dead. Yeah, I think so. So now the, all the video game companies are basically um, saying to us, Kajit has wares if you have the coin. You know. Those Kajits. Kajits, but they, the wares are not coming out yet. Uh, it'll be it'll be a minute. Yeah. So that is what's up with this episode of the Trilor Blazures. Um, and so we're gonna actually start this out with what we done had watched this past week. What we done had watched this past week, as we are want to do usually, as we always do. So I watched a bunch of stuff, but you watched uh, something that I had watched previous previously. Yeah, last night Jess and I watched the Super Mario Brothers movie, the animated one of this year. I quite I quite enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was cute. Yeah, even without the nostalgia because you, you don't have much nostalgia for it, right? Um pretty much none. Like I had never yeah. played any of them because uh, I didn't have any of the consoles and I just wasn't so I didn't I didn't have I like I don't know the names of the creatures and enemies and like anything about it really like i know mario and luigi um but i still enjoyed it yeah i think it's good enough to enjoy if you don't know anything about yeah it. yeah it, i like i'm i watched a, a video that heavy spoilers made about like all the little easter eggs and references and stuff and yeah. i didn't get any of them but it was fun to watch that afterwards yeah there's the two pieces of music that they played that I was so excited. They did the Mario Brothers rap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the from the uh, the Super Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yep. And then they did the DK Donkey Kong rap, which uh, I was just the, the the fact that they put both of those in there. I was just like, all right, I love this. Jess has been uh, singing. Well, so have I. But the the DK Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing that all morning. <laughs> That's great. So good. Well, what else did you watch? Uh, Last weekend, after we recorded, Jess and I went to see The Boogeyman, the Stephen King movie, in the theater in West Bend. Not Marcus. Never going there again. No. So we went and saw that. It was fun. Uh, It was creepy. It was, like, effectively creepy, I thought. So uh, that little girl uh, that played Leia and Kenobi was in it. And she's so cute that, like... I was worried about it, like really worried about her the whole movie. So it was effective. <laughs> oh yeah, she's for sure. like adorable, and it's like no, don't don't hurt her. <laughs> so and then also, uh, the girl from uh, Prospect is in it too. Mm, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, she's good. Yep, yeah, she's good. Did that did that terrible uh, remake of Children of the Corn ever come out? I don't. I mean, I know that it did, but it wasn't really. I don't think in any theaters. Maybe it never came out. Maybe it didn't exist. Yeah, maybe it went straight to DVD or something. Yeah, I bet it did. Uh, you watched one other thing, but we'll save it for here in just yeah, a sec. Yeah, we'll so we can gush. Yeah. Uh, so I actually finished Picard Season 3. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, how'd you think? Um, it was good. It was really nostalgic. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you watched The Next Generation, then you need to watch Season 3 of Picard because it's just so nostalgic and... I go like, oh, wow, they did the thing. And, oh, wow, this person showed up. You know, like, it was, that was good. Uh, love me, well, I'm not going to spoil anything. I, I can't say anything about that that sh- that season without saying spoilers. So, anyway, it was worth watching. Uh, watched started watching Star Wars Rebels to prepare for Ahsoka. Excellent. Yep. 
So kind of making my way through that. Um, I started Avatar The Way of Water. So I've watched about the first 30 minutes of that. Do they put that on Disney or something? It's on Disney Plus right. now, yeah. Um, so it's it's over three hours long. It's three hours, 15 minutes long. So like I'm just going to kind of take it in chunks, I think. Yeah. Um, there is. It looks great, I'll tell you. that. Well, no, I'll take that back. Some of it looks great. Some of the motion, it's like kind of weird frame rates or something, and it doesn't look good. Hmm. It's it's just more the same though. Like the storyline's kind of the same. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't understand why James Cameron locked in on that so hard. I don't either. I don't need. I don't. I don't think. Think. I don't think that there was any need for more of these. No. So anyway, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll still watch it. You know, kind of have it on and watch it. Um, and then we both watched the first episode of Star Trek. Strange New Worlds. It's back. Oh, it's, it's back. back. And it's Ugh. it scratches an itch in there. It really does. Um it was it was just so good. It was so good for these characters to be back. It was so good to be just in this world. And uh for a moment there I thought we saw a California class ship, but we didn't. We did not. Yeah, we were trying to discuss that uh I didn't. I don't know enough about the ships to recognize different ships, like on site. But uh, I just want. I want. I can't wait for the lower decks. <laughs> That's what everybody wants. Yeah. I cannot wait. So this one, there's a scene in this where they go to this planet and they're wearing. They're not wearing Starfleet uniforms. They're wearing like future clothes. Yep. And they are the coolest clothes. Oh yeah! I've Everyone ever looks seen. so cool on that planet. <laughs> Oh my god, everybody looks so cool. And I was just going like, it, they almost look like futuristic fantasy characters. Um, yeah, for sure. Like like Nurse Chapel looked like she was about to, to wield wield a fl- green flame and like shoot it at people or something, you yep, know? Yep, Uh Well, they did use potions. <laughs> we won't Not say bad. any oh, spoilers, right. <laughs> but they did use potions. <laughs> they did use potions. They did a... Uh, I can't even say the joke that I made on on DMs because it'll be like too much of a spoiler. Yeah, it was just it was very good. Um, it's very good. Carol Kane is on now, so oh. she was a very welcome addition. She she's a perfect fit, and her character is already great. Yep, just like the setup and everything. So cannot wait for the next episode. When do the episodes come out? Is it? Well, it came out on Thursday, right? So probably okay, Thursdays. Okay, okay Thursdays. Oh man, this is gonna kill me week to week to to wait. I find it better than binging though, because like I like to have something during the week that it's like, oh, it's Thursday, I get to watch Strange New Worlds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're all gonna be waiting for that Lower Decks episode. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all that we done had watched this past week, and this is gonna bring us right to the Question Towns. The questions times. We have two, so it's back to the questions times. Yeah, the questions times. So we actually have two really good ones this week. Uh, you're definitely going to want to write in for these. Yeah, you better. All right, so uh, I was actually in person uh, over at my cousin's, and uh, a friend of the show, Josh, was there uh, from Minnesota. And he had an in-person questions times that I happened to write down while we were sitting around the table, and he wanted to know what the go-to, what our go-to snack was to smuggle into the movies. So every time I go see a movie, I have to have peanut butter M and M's. I do not drink anything during the movie, uh, or like for five hours before I go to see a movie, <laughs> because I, I have a, I work at home, so I have a very I don't have, I, I'm not good at holding it because I have constant access. So I, like, I've never trained that well in that area. So I don't drink anything. I dehydrate myself before movies. But I need peanut m M&M, or peanut butter M&M's. Nick is a piece of human jerky at the movies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. With peanut butter M&M's. Oh, and I always smuggle them because you have to pay like $5 for like a tiny bag there. And I can pay yeah. $5 and get like a backpack full of them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go out to the movies. <laughs> um, okay, so I I don't smuggle anything into the movies because I don't eat or drink anything at the movies because it is distracting to me. 
Um, so I have just general thoughts about eating and drinking in the theater. Like, I don't want to have to get up to go to the bathroom, so I definitely don't drink anything. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously food and drink at the movie theater is unnecessarily expensive. Right. Um, also, like, I don't want to eat popcorn. Like, people are like, you don't, you don't eat popcorn at the movie? No, popcorn kernels get stuck in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then that is the most distracting thing imaginable. I'm going to say something slightly controversial, maybe. I do not okay. like movie theater popcorn. I only like home popcorn. Yeah, I think I think I agree, actually. And I really only, at this point, like kettle corn. Like the salty sweet. I like the cheddar smart pop that they have like the bagged popcorn yeah i like that i don't own a microwave so i can't do microwave popcorn. yeah i have a microwave but i never do microwave popcorn i, I actually mm. prefer cold popcorn like from a really? bag uh oh. like not like room temperature popcorn to yeah. like hot popcorn i actually prefer jet puffed corn like the like the have you ever had jet puff corn i don't know what like is puff that? corn puff corn is like uh, it's like pillowy corn with no kernels or nothing. That and sounds just, good. Yeah, it's actually I really like it. So they're kind of it's kind of addictive. Though. I get fat eating it, so I, yeah, I don't yeah. usually buy it. Yeah. You know. I mean, I eat peanut butter M and M's at movies, so <laughs> you come out of there just like having gained fourteen pounds from eating like a handful of those things. A backpack full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know if you have a go-to uh, smuggled snack at the movies. Or okay. if you pay for them like a chump. Or if you pay for them like a chump. Yeah, let us know. Let, are you a chump? Let us know. <laughs> uh, tell us how we're, how we're the chumps. Okay. All right, so the next uh, questions times question we have is... Um, this is a Star Trek related thing because, you know, when Star Trek captains, when they want to go to warp, they usually say a thing. They usually say something, right? Yep. And so pretend you are the captain of a starship. What's your thing? For example, Captain Pike on Strange New World says, hit it. Yep. And uh, Captain Picard says, engage. Yep. So what would your thing be, Nick? So I was we were having this conversation uh, with... Uh, Patreon character Missy and I thought of mine because her thing was what do I say to people when I want them to hurry up and I was like oh that's that's the way to approach this isn't it so I was like well when I want a group of people to get moving what do I say and what I usually say is let's go so like if we're sitting around (laughs) and everyone's like we're gonna go to dinner but everyone keeps starting new conversations you know or like no one will take the initiative and get up I always go, let's go, and then I stand up and I point. So uh, <laughs> what I will say as the captain is, let's go, and then we jump into hyperspace. I, but I really did like your suggestion of like you slap your knees and you get up. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is the Midwestern. If I was the Midwestern <laughs> captain, I would say, well, and then I slap my knees and stand up, and then we jump to hyperspace. <laughs> I, I love that so much. That's probably more what it would actually be, because like, if I was a captain, I'd well, it'd essentially just be like a Midwestern version of Boimler from Lower Decks. So, yeah, just, well, and then we jump in hyperspace. <laughs> and, then, and then just go. Yep. So, like, I almost wonder, am I, like, culturally required to say, like, when I'm ready to go to warp, I go, roll tad, and then they hit the warp? <laughs> That's quick Mickey's. <laughs> yeah, that is. I, or it could be like, now get. <laughs> go on, get. Go on, get. Uh, that would be kind of good. Um, so my initial, my, my snap judgment was let's rock. But then I was like, okay, that's too Duke Nukem-y. Yeah. Like that's, that's Duke Nukem's line. Let's rock. So then I thought, well, I'm learning Italian right now, doing the Duolingo thing, so I'm kind of into it. So andiamo means let's go. So, but then I thought like, I don't know, there's, there's probably going to be Italian people on this ship and they'd be like, who's this dummy? Andiamo. So then it left me with, well, I really have nothing. <laughs> I don't know what I'd say. Like, I kind of like punch it or hit it. Um, you can't but have punches. I can't have pikes. And then, but Burke, uh, uh, who, somebody else said punch it. Like somebody from like Voyager or, or something said punch it. I'm not sure. Somebody else has already said punch it. So I'm like, well, I can't use that. So, cause it's somebody else's thing. So like, what do I do? You have to say real tide cause you're from Alabama. I don't, but I'm not an Alabama fan. That's see, that's the thing. <laughs> Rotad. 
What else do you Southerns do? Uh, <laughs> country fried steak, this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cook. Waffle house. Cook it. Put some stank on it. <laughs> Ju- juice her up. You know, I don't know. What's uh, a car thing? You're like a car guy. Step on it, uh, which is what Picard said in that one episode where he came out of the um, he came out of the holodeck in like the 1930s like gangster garb. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he said step on it. What? Uh, to go what to, did they say like at NASCAR? Not they, well. They wave. They wave a green flag. So I could just. Yeah, I was to say Ben just stands up and waves a flag. I just wave a green flag. <laughs> I would like the ship to go now. To infinity and beyond. Hit It is so good. Hit It is like the best. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would say Let's Rock. That's my snap judgment. And then this is, you know, this is three, four hundred years in the future. Nobody remembers Duke Nukem. Yeah, nobody remembers Duke Nukem now. <laughs> okay, so maybe I can say Let's Rock. Yeah. Let's Rock. That 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 seems the most natural to me. Yep. Okay, so, Mine so we, is we slapping can... my knees. Well, <laughs> and then let's go. Warp five. All right, all right. So let us know what your thing would be if you're a starship captain. What captain? What would your thing be? Okay, you, let us know. If you don't know anything about Star Trek and you don't want to talk about it, then answer the one about the movie theater snacks. Yeah, or answer both. If you're like, I, I think these are both fun and I like to interact. Yep. You, you can do it, okay? All right, so that brings us to the new, new. New, 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 new. New, new. Trelures, folks, we have an, uh, we have an Adele half dozen. We're going to spend most of the time in the video game section. Yeah. I can promise you that. So let's just uh, start it off right here with Stan Lee. Yeah, so Disney Plus is dropping. The, I think it actually dropped yesterday. So this is okay. available now. It's a documentary about Stan Lee, the the chief editor of marvel comics uh from back in the day and a chief cameoer in marvel movies <laughs> for many many years even after his death yep he's great uh this i'm not a documentary guy but like i really love marvel obviously so this might be one that's worth checking out plus like he's kind of like not quite a mr rogers type dude but in the similar vein of just like a very good positive influence in the world because he's always like yeah. cheerful and nice so yeah he, here's a guy who lived his whole life and was never in any controversies excelsior exactly so you know like he and like think about it too like he went to all these conventions and like all these events and like never did anybody be was, was everybody like this guy is real problematic and yada 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 yeah i saw him once uh, he got out of the elevator when I was getting out of a elevator that was next to that elevator at C two E two in Chicago, oh yeah, and I was did like, he did he say did he look at you and say hello true believer? No, he was in front of me, walking in front of me, and I was like, I'm walking right behind Stan Lee. That's pretty cool. But I left him alone because he wasn't yeah. at the uh, venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't run away from him like Jerry Ryan. No, I I, I ran away from Jerry Ryan, but I I followed Stan Lee. Yeah, because we were going to the same place. Ah, yeah, okay. So yeah, so this this documentary looks good. I'll watch this at some point. I think. Yeah, so. I'll get to it. Excelsior! All right, then we have a trailer for Venture Brothers. Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart. Yeah, so the Venture Brothers is an Adult Swim series that has been hand animated uh, and going on for about <laughs> twenty years uh, because it takes so long to make. Um, I no I used to be obsessed with Venture Brothers. The first two seasons are two of the funniest, best seasons of, of like anything like this ever. I kind of fell off. I didn't really care for season three, mm. so I kind of fell off. But one of my first cosplays was Henchman 24 from Venture Brothers. So my cousin and I did 20, 21 and 24 from Venture Brothers. And then, because we could do the voices, so we were walking around, because like Henchman 24 kind of sounded like Ray Romano. And... What's that? I think Chili's howling. It sounded like it came from like a mile away. It sounded like him. I bet you there's a police car outside or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I did the Henchman 21, or I mean 24 costume, and my cousin did 21. Um, I I think this is like ending Venture Brothers. Like, this is like the end. That's definitely him howling. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
this is like the end of Venture Brothers. So like once it's all out, I might tr- try and like catch up on it because there's so much good stuff in it. There's like some really really funny good stuff in Venture Brothers, and uh, a lot of it's just like spoofing superhero stuff and spy stuff and mm. this whole genre because it's like a comedy spoof. But right, it's right. just oh, there's like stuff I say every day of my life from Venture Brothers. Like it's that impactful. Uh, there's this one scene and it's either season one or two where they're at Dr. Orpheus's house and he's like the Dr. Strange guy and he tells them they can watch TV and he goes, he goes, there's a TV in the den, but the, unfortunately the remote has vanished from the material sphere and it's stuck on animal planet. (laughs) So anytime (laughs) we can't say, find something in my house. Uh, we'll be like, it, I don't know, it vanished from the material sphere, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, also there's a, a episode with a Scooby-Doo parody where the dog, like, the guy who's, like, shaggy is the only one who can hear the dog, and the dog is, like, it's, like, trying to get him to do, like, a religious crusade thing, and the dog goes, yours is the sword of Michael! So a lot of times Jess and I will just be like, yours is the sword of Michael! Because it's Scooby Doo, it's just a good. It's a good thing. Like some of it's sometimes it's gross and bad, but a lot of times it's good. And there's some side characters that aren't funny that they just spend so much time on. Um, but when it's good, it's good. Like Venture Brothers is one of those things where when it's good, it's good. I see. I, I know. I mean, a lot of people, you know, cosplay this, like this. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I imagine it's pretty good. Yeah. I've actually I've never seen it, but. Uh, one thing I did like was the narration in the trailer. I thought the narration was funny. Yeah, it's good. I just I want to catch up on it eventually, but will you have the time? Will I have the time, or will I be able to like find it to do that? No, oh, that's that's the other challenge, isn't it? Yeah, because HBO takes everything off. Mmm, Tiff. Uh, all right, so then next up we have a trailer for the cl- they cloned. Tyrone. It's a Red Band trailer. The plot of this is a series of eerie events thrust an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in this pulpy mystery caper. So this is made to look like a 70s exploitation movie, and they <laughs> succeed in that regard. Yes. This looks so good. Like, the set design, the costumes, everything looks but, 70s, but yep. the, the film... Looks seven like it really looks like it was made in the seventies. But the I mean it's like it doesn't have the film grain on it, does it? Like it kind of it kind of does. I thought uh, oh, I'm I watching the trailer on IMDb right now. It looks it's a little crisper than, but there is definitely film grain because like he's standing in front of the window right now, and there's like definitely film grain in the light. But this stars uh, Jamie Fox and uh, John Boyega and Tayana Paris, who is Monica Rambeau. And a lot of other people like Kiefer Sutherland is in here somewhere. Oh, is he really? Yeah. So I, this is not something that like I'm probably gonna watch, but uh, I, I give them kudos for making it look so period accurate. So I am absolutely gonna watch this. Yeah. Uh, yes. This this hit a lot of the right chords with me. Uh, for some reason, it's like that. Just the tone of it, the the whole conspiracy of like the cloning stuff. Like, I listen. I love. Like the idea of walking into a normal looking place and then you move a bookshelf aside and there's like this weird elevator and you don't know where it goes to. That's why like I was so initially like uh, intrigued with Lost. Yeah. The show Lost. Yeah. And then it just kind of fell apart because Dave, David Lindelof doesn't know what he's doing. So uh, I heard a thing about him recently. It was a slight tangent, but uh, there's someone wrote a book about how like toxic a lot of Hollywood sets are. And there's a large part of it about how terrible Damon Lindelof is. Um, so the kind of the rumor right now is that he got fired from that Star Wars thing because Dominic Monaghan told J.J. Abrams not to let him do anything <laughs> in Star Wars. So I, I kind of hope that's true because, like, Damon Lindelof is a bad dude, according to this thing. And I believe oh. the thing. Well... I don't know anything about that, but I do know just based off his previous works that I'm just not interested in his way of doing stories. Yeah, maybe. I don't like Damon Lindelof. 
No, but uh, but this this to me like you know the black uh, humor in this and uh, I don't was it who wrote this? We know who wrote this. Um, it was written by Tony Rettenmeyer and Jewel Taylor. Tony Rettenmeyer wrote uh, nothing that I have seen in the top list here. Oh, he he wrote on Space Jam: A New Legacy. That was a very bad movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. any of these things that that he did apart from that and okay now jewel taylor is a guy uh he's a director he's a black director oh he wrote on creed 2 that was excellent okay okay all right next up we have a trailer for elio okay this is a pixar movie elio struggles to fit in until he is transported by aliens and becomes the chosen one to be earth's galactic ambassador while his mother Olga works on the top secret project to decode alien messages. Uh, so this stars Jamila Jamil, America Ferreira, and Brad Garrett, and uh, I don't know how to pronounce the kid's name who is Elio, so I'm not going to try. I have not seen a Pixar movie in a minute. Like I haven't seen the last like two or three Pixar yeah, movies. Yeah, me too. I haven't it's been a long time since I saw I didn't see the Mer Kid. Mer, mer, mermaid kid, mer. Me kid. neither. What do you call those people? What do you call them? Mermen. The merman. Kids? Merman kids. Yeah. Didn't see that. I didn't see this. Luca. Uh, the, that was Luca. Luca. The the fire and ice one is that out yet? Is that? No, I think that's in the. It's either in the theater or about to be in the theater. Okay. I didn't see the one where they're all in the head. All the guys in the head. Me neither. Uh, whatever that was. I, I haven't seen this. Yet. This one does look interesting to me. It's the like the story and the concept that I think is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Um, I mean, most of the Pixar movies I, I haven't seen a lot of the recent ones, but most of the ones that I've seen are good. Like most Pixar yeah. movies are good. Yeah, yeah. This has a little touch of contact with uh, Jodie Foster in it. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought that. that too when we were watching it. Yeah. But yeah, Pixar um, movie, Ilya. Yeah, I'll watch this when it comes out on Disney Plus. I'm not gonna go to the theater and th- theater and see this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So then next up, we have a trailer for Nimona. I remember this webcomic. The plot of Nimona is when a knight in a futuristic medieval world is framed for a crime he didn't commit. The only one who could help him prove his innocence is Nimona, a mischievous teen who happens to be a shape shifting creature he's sworn to destroy. So I used to, uh, Kevin and I used to like make webcomic stuff all the time. And uh, so I, I read a ton of webcomics like in the mid 2000s, like 2005 to 2011. I read tons and tons of webcomics because I was making them. And I read Nimona for a while. I didn't keep up with it extremely well. But I enjoyed it when it was out there. Uh, I think they should make a movie of Lumberjanes if we're gonna if we're gonna start mining the uh, mid two thousands web comics for for movies. Lumberjanes would real be real good. But this looks good. The animation's good. Nimona was good comic, but it just made me think that I would like a a, a movie of Lumberjanes. Hmm. I'm not familiar with any of these web comics that you speak of, nor this Nimona. Uh, the faces in this kind of remind me of Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I can see that. Kind of had that vibe to it. Uh, it looks, I mean, the animation stuff looks looks fine. I think uh, it looks it's a little different, um, but not it, but in a, a a way that I appreciate. How about that? That it's different. Does it look like anything to you that this animation style? It didn't. Uh, it, it didn't jump out to me. Like nothing came to mind. Apparently, there is a Lumberjanes uh, series in development. So, huh. I, that. That was self-fulfilling there. How about that? Wow. Maybe the, maybe this will be a trend. Yeah, I wonder if they... They won't come knocking at my door because the site that uh, I used to host back in the day is gone. So It was a GeoCities site. <laughs> no, it was it's called like Smack Jeeves or something. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun though. It was fun, fun to do that stuff. There's, I still read a lot of web comics, like on Instagram. I'm subscribed to a lot of them. I just oh, I yeah. like comics. Yeah. So yeah. Um. All right. So that's coming out on something. Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yep. All right. Last uh, trailer that we have here is Babylon Five: The Road Home. 
Yeah, so John Sheridan finds himself transported through multiple timelines and alternate realities in a quest to find his way back home. This is an animated follow-up to Babylon 5. I don't know anything about Babylon 5. I've never watched a second of it. Me neither. It's something that if it came out now, I might have started, but I'm not going to go back and watch old Babylon 5s. No. It always it always came across to me as a little sci-fi channel-y. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it definitely was. I think it was literally a sci-fi channel show. <laughs> And yeah, so kind of low budget and just not not yeah. something I'm interested in. This this is just jumping up to me. This is just jumping on the multiverse, multi reality timeline jumping train. Yeah, uh, I'm not really I'm not really super into it. Animation's fine. It's it's been done before this yeah, style animation. If you're a Babylon Five fan, I'm sure you're like starved for more content. So good for you. <laughs> This comes out on like Blu-ray, so like you can earn 4K, so you can yeah. buy it soon. So, so there you go, Babylon Five heads. Uh, so that's all the movie and TV trailers that we have, and that brings us to the patron selects. The patron selects. Yeah, so Kevin selected uh, a movie for us this week called Trancers from 1984, and let me pull up the. The plot description of Trancers from 1984, which uh, stars uh, Tim Thomerson. Sure, sure, IMDb. The plot is a gruff bounty hunter travels back in time to 1980s Los Angeles to stop a twisted criminal who can transform people into zombie-like creatures called Trancers. So the aesthetic of this is, is every sort of 80s thing so he's kind of got like a rick deckard thing going on from blade runner and he's kind of like a blade runner but instead of hunting replicants he's hunting trancer zombie things um then it has sort of also terminator vibes because it's a guy a cop who's sent back in time a time cop as it were (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah, so this is a lot of 80s kind of vibes rolled into one. Oh, uh, and Helen Hunt is in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I've never heard of this. I do want to watch it, though. I just, I want to have an 80s movie marathon, like with a bunch of 80s movies I've never seen before. Yeah. And just so I can, like, feel 80s things. Yeah, I would be down. That would be really fun, I think. Yeah. There's the, something about these kind of movies like this that even if they're bad, it's fun to watch them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so this came out in 1984, which is the same year that the first Terminator came out. And uh, two years before this is when Blade Runner came out. So this is, um, you know, it's taken some influences, at the, you know, of the time maybe. Yeah. Did you sort of think that the main character kind of looks like not real? Like he kind of looks like the prosthetic dick tracy characters <laughs> like a kind of like a frankenstein man yeah he, he kind of looked like he was made by uh mid journey the ai art creator <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he's oh tim thomerson you're not a real person not a real person and his name is but... jack death <laughs> <laughs> the 80s was not subtle the 80s was not subtle no it was not Oh, take me back, though, man. All I want to do is go back to the 80s. I want to ride in a convertible with Helen Hunt. Go ahead. Uh, maybe I will. You sound like the kid from that movie that Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. I don't Which... want a virtual experience. I want to actually time travel. Yeah. I, can, I can't tell you. I don't remember. the. I saw that movie in the theater, Ready Player One. I don't remember anything from it, apart from oh. there was a DeLorean and, a I think, a giant Gundam. There is a Gundam, yeah. That's, that's the it. best part. That's all I remember. Nothing else. Yeah. He, he can only be in the Gundam for like one minute, though. So you're like, oh, come on, man. Give me more Gundam. It must not have been a very good movie. I liked it. I, I think I owned it on Blu-ray. Hmm. I know a lot of people hate it. A lot of people hate I it. I didn't hate it. I just, I feel like I, I nothing it. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, the book is not very well written. Like, it's like, it was his first book, and you can tell. It's that's not, what Jess says. Jess said yeah, it's, it's too it's, referential, and it's actually annoying. It, it, it abs- she is exactly right and, and i think we've actually talked about this on the podcast before but it's Probably. like when the movie it's came like out. so yeah so it's like you you sit there and go dude like i'm a nerd i like all this stuff too but like can we get on with the story i don't need to hear you wax poetic about what 
stickers you have on your Ecto-1 as you drive it around. Like, I don't care. Like, you're in an Ecto-1. That's great. Let's move along with the story, you know? Like, but he's like, on the on the side of it, I've got this sticker and this sticker. And on the other side, it's like, dude, this is so stupid and boring. Like, tell a story. Yeah, I feel you. And so, so I think, so I feel like Steven Spielberg was like, "Hey, I'm here to tell this story, and I don't need to do all this like exposition, like Charles Dickens style." But I also feel that because I can't remember what the story is, that he also did not completely succeed in this endeavor. I don't know what the plot is, and I don't know at all what it was. I just remember he lived in like a bunch of like those shipping containers. And yeah. there was a VR and there was a DeLorean. I truly don't remember what the plot was at all. So it doesn't really stick out in your memory. No, so. Um, all right. Well, folks, let's talk about these here trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yep. So last week, you'll recall, we asked which Nintendo IP you would want a movie of the most. And Derek said, my answer is Metroid, for a film and a backup answer of an original Fire Emblem story as an animated series. So he agreed with me on Metroid. Yeah, Metroid would be awesome. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yep. Kevin says, my go-to is absolutely Star Fox. Good luck. But to not just pile on to Ben's response, I know Perfect Dark is technically rareware and not Nintendo-owned, but it was on the N64. We all associate it with that. Yep. And I'd love to see a film version of my favorite game when I was a kid. In it, I did love Perfect Dark more than uh, GoldenEye. Me too. Agreed. It was better. Yes, agreed. Uh, If you want to call a flag on that play, Kid Icarus seems kind of untapped, and that's defo Nintendo-owned. I noticed, uh, and by I noticed, I mean Jess told me that (laughs) Mario was playing Kid Icarus on... He was. In the Super Mario movie, because I asked her what (laughs) game it was. Yeah. Uh, Jerry chimed in, our friend Jerry, and he said, Star Fox, in my opinion. So he popped in there to say Star Fox as well. Yes. Jerry, how you doing? Is this the first time Jerry's written in? It is, I think. I know he follows us. I don't know if he listens, but he did comment on the question. You don't have to listen to answer the questions. You you don't. You can just answer. Sometimes you just like to answer questions. Yeah. Uh, Bridget said, Kid Icarus, because Pitt is my favorite Smash Brothers character, LOL. See, I had never heard of Kid Icarus before yesterday, so this is all new to me. Mm, okay. Sheila said, my immediate thought was DuckTales, but then I realized being a Nintendo game didn't make a Nintendo IP, <laughs> and there were already DuckTales movies. Yeah, but like, those the DuckTales game slaps, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so slap. And also, and the also- soundtrack is great. Oh, the soundtrack's killer, dude. It's like yeah. iconic. Yep. Iconic. All right. Well, thanks for writing in to us, everyone. And uh, if you want to answer either of the question times or both uh, from today, Nick will tell you how to get in touch. You can follow us on Instagram at Trailerblazers Podcast, which is what I recommend that you do. You can follow, You can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com, which is what Kevin does. You can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers if you want to know when a new episode drops, but don't try and contact us there. We don't check the notifications. If you really, really want to be a helpful supporter of the podcast, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash trailerblazers. There are several levels for you to choose from, uh, and uh, you get like bonus episodes and videos and stuff. Uh, I'm I'm very slow at releasing them, which I apologize for, but it is a lot of work <laughs> to make more episodes. So, But we do have a Spider-Verse episode coming out this weekend, and then I'm working on uh, another... I can't call them riff tracks, so I call them On Blast, Trailer Blazers On Blast video, so I have another one of those coming out. And there will be a Flash review episode this month and an Indiana Jones when that comes out as well so stuff happening on patreon it's just kind of slow and you can also if you want to be helpful you can rate and review us on apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and if you do that quick mickey's gonna let you know what happens yeah but i always let you know what happens so what it's gonna do is i'm gonna try to invent me a time machine baby because I want to go back to the 80s because those were good years. I was in my 30s at the time. and uh, But everybody knows you got to have a large energy source to be able to jump on the timeline. 
And I thought, well, I don't know how to do no, like, nuclear fusion or nothing like that, but I, but my next-door neighbor's got a lot of pallets on his property, and I thought, if I get a big enough pile of pallets and set them on fire and then, like, somehow take the energy from that, then I could make a time machine. And uh, and then once I go back, don't worry, I'm going to be very, very careful to not do butterfly fest because I don't want to cause a temporal rip in the fabric of reality, which would be sucked. It would suck in all the universe. And so when you do time travel, you do have to be very careful about who, what you change and who you reveal yourself to. That is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent. As always, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and radiant is the blood of my baboon heart. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm technically rare wear as well. Happy Trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the vid yo game. One third portion. Yes, it is more than one quarter portion. It is a larger portion because we have 16 video game trailers to talk through. Yeah, there was uh, the Xbox event happened. Yeah, and uh, and I think some other like big uh, either publishers, developers kind of announced some stuff, too. Yep. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of fly through these, but yes. but you've still been playing uh, Midnight Suns. Love it, yeah, absolutely love it. Fully addicted. It, I I got to the point already where like I'll be sitting somewhere and I'm like, oh, I want to play Midnight Suns just because oh, yeah. the combat is so good. I love it. Yeah, you know when you think about it outside of the TV room, yep. that's when it's good. Yep. Yep. Uh, I've been playing Duolingo. <laughs> I like that you you consider it a game. Well, there's a leaderboard, so yeah, right. I'm trying. Except, uh, so I was number one on the on the bronze league, which is where you start out. So now I'm in the silver league, and yeah. I'm I'm like third. But there's a guy that's got. I mean, he must spend four hours a day doing dueling because there's no way I'm gonna ever be able to get his beat his score. Uh, I don't have the time. I got I got I got three kids. Okay, right. I have, I have, other, I have other things. Anyway, I've been doing that. It's been fun. Uh, all right, so let's talk about these here. Uh, new, new video game trailers. There's 16 of them. Wow. Rapid fire. Some of these are not going to be worth spending a whole lot of right. time on. Uh, the first one here is a, is a Red Band trailer for Leica Aged Through Blood. Yeah, so this is like a side-scroller kind of game where you're like a little dog person. On and a motorcycle? On, yeah, and there's these monsters in this game that look really cool. There's like skeleton monsters. Awesome. Yeah. It's like skeletons with fur. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. Visually, very cool trailer. Yeah, visually it looks good. It, it looks the like visually it looks similar to um, Valiant Hearts, like that art style. Right. Um, it, but the gameplay is more My Friend Pedro. I don't know that game. So that's the game where you have like the sentient banana telling you to go on these missions, and it's like slow motion shooting guns, and you're like flipping through rooms and stuff. Oh, okay. So so you, you, this is side scrolling on a on a motorcycle but like you can slow down time and like shoot your guns and that sort of thing so yep so it looks uh looks pretty interesting um and that's coming out on steam i know that that you could pre-order it on steam or something like that yeah um next up we have star wars outlaws this is a big one yeah so this is a third person open world single player action game uh set in star wars where you play as like a an outlaw smuggler type character and it's like an rpg uh it just—it looks awesome. It really, really looks good. You don't—you don't understand how much I wanted a game like this, like <laughs> an open-world Star Wars game where you're—you have like a ship and you just get to do cool missions, and it's not uh, Jedi-focused either. Right. Uh, I don't think—I don't think I saw any Jedi's in this. No, it's just cool. It looks good. Yeah, there's stealth elements in this, which scratch that third-person stealth element. Uh, 
desire that we have, the uh, the splinter cell. Maybe yep. it'll scratch that splinter cell itch. Multiple ways to complete objectives. Yes, that's what I like. Um, and then and but each each way that you do it feels polished, right? Yep, looks great. Um, and I, you know, this is open world and sci-fi. I'm like, could this scratch the Mass Effect itch that we always have? Maybe. Yep. Who knows? Made by Ubisoft. Made by Ubisoft. So, looking forward to this one. Uh, played on the PlayStation Five. You should look good. Yep. Next right. year it comes out. Next year. Okay. All right. The next we have a trailer for Fable. Yeah. So I played Fable One back in the day. Uh, I played that a lot. I didn't play any of the sequels. Uh, but I did like Fable 1. I don't know why I fell off. But, uh, so this is sort of like a, like a reboot, like a start from scratch. Because it doesn't look cartoony like the old Fable games. It looks more realistic. But I'm definitely going to play it. Because I really liked Fable 1. So I would like to get back into that universe. So yeah. I also enjoyed seeing Richard Ayoade from the IT crowd as, like, a, <laughs> a giant in this trailer. And... There's a Balverine from the original Fable games and all that stuff. Just looks fun. Yeah. This, um, so I think I may have played Fable 2 back in the day, but sort of like you were with Ready Player One, like I don't remember anything. I remember it. elements of Fable 1, but I, enough where I'm like, well, I could play a reboot for sure. Hmm. I think I beat it, Fable 2, but like I just don't remember anything. This this was kind of a weird trailer, though, because it's like a Jack and the Beanstalk story, yeah. which I've never seen in a video game, but I can't tell, like, he's wearing modern glasses, like the giant is wearing modern glasses. Yeah, well, Fable is very sarcastic as okay. a game, so it's, yeah. it's not like, it's not going for like a hyper-realistic narrative. Okay. Uh, I did like... The way this looked, though, that had a good look, like yep, real smooth and good, and good graphics and that sort of thing. So, uh, so yeah, I'll be I'll be keeping my eye on this one. Yeah, this is you know. this one I will play. Okay, uh, the next up we have a cinematic trailer for South of Midnight. So this is a really cool animated trailer. It looks yeah. kind of stop motiony. Yeah, um, and then there's like this skeleton playing the blues in a swamp, and the girl's asking him where this monster was, and he's not answering her, and the monster's like appearing behind her. So it looks like some sort of monster hunting game. Uh, whether I don't know what the gameplay is like, but whether or not I I'll be playing it, the trailer was worth watching for the visuals. Absolutely, hundred percent agree on that. And this is it. It's look. It looks to be very creative. Like she doesn't have guns. She doesn't have swords. She has like these voodoo magic weapons. They're not even weapons. They're like one's like a necklace, and she like yeah. unfolds this like purple thing that comes out of it. This like light thing. And uh, and I will say too, like the, this is really looks like they've done a good job here because the the blues that they this guy is playing sounds like a professional musician and it sounds like a real song like it doesn't sound like a a, a cringy made for the video game song right like it sounded really good and i was like okay like we I, i'm kind of getting into this and uh and it looked it was real creepy and kind of scary almost um but this girl looked very confident and not <laughs> worried about this giant monster coming out of the swamp yeah it was pretty cool i, I will be looking forward to seeing like gameplay of this mm-hmm so to see what it's up to, it it, it it struck me as very alien because like all this stuff is very foreign, like the 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 trinkets and the the little weird staff thing on her back, like you don't know what they do mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going on. And I found that a little more compelling than the uh, that trailer that we watched the other day with the astronaut guy that's on the biodome on the moon and like right. the little girl, like the little light girl. Yeah, like you, that was dumb. I was just it's like this is just weird just for the sake of being weird and I don't but but with this one with this south of Midnight, I was like okay I want to know what's going on in this world here like what's happening here Yeah I'm intrigued, I was more intrigued. by this one it's on the yeah. list Yeah Uh all right something I'm not intrigued by is the next trailer for Payday 3 Yeah so this is some sort of kind of neckbeard fantasy game where you rob banks and murder people that's what it did. This is like a murder simulator. Yeah, I, I found this extremely off-putting and bad. yeah, a- absolutely. Like I, I, this is absolutely a hard no because like every combatant in this game is an innocent person. Yeah, so if you're a sociopath, neckbeard, uh, pay, payday three is coming out. 
<laughs> I do, do we have any sociopath neckbeards listening to no, the show? No, I don't think so. That's why I, I was think... confident enough to make that joke. But, like, I don't so, know anyone who plays Payday. I don't either. This is but this is the third in the series, and I believe they're all like this. I mean, there's a lot of sociopath neckbeards. I guess so. This kind of scares me that this is, sells well enough to make three of them, and that that, that uh, there's an audience for this. Yep. I mean, don't give don't give fuel to the people who say video games cause cause violence because they yeah like, this they is what they're going to bring yeah up. this is what they're going to bring up I, like yeah. I don't believe that they do because you know people are responsible for their own actions right but uh, this is gross <laughs> yeah this, this is, is gross. gross gross is the word yeah. gross is the word that's it so hard no goodbye uh, next up we have a trailer for avowed. Yeah, so this is Skyrim New Vegas. It's made by yep. Obsidian, who made Fallout New Vegas. Yep. Uh, and it's a fantasy game. Uh, not a game that I want to play. 100% a game Jess will play. Like, okay. There's no chance she won't. She, she loves <laughs> Fallout New Vegas more than anything. Oh, okay. Um, I will probably miss this. Now, is it going to be fun? Yeah, I think this probably will be fun. But I don't have enough time to play games like this that are big time sucks. Uh, unless it's an actual Bethesda game like Starfield, we're gonna get to Starfield. We're gonna get to Starfield. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be antisocial when Starfield comes out. Yeah, me too. Say that. So, um, okay. So, uh, I mean, it does look, I mean, it does look fun. Yeah. You know, but probably gonna miss it. We'll ask Jess. What did Jess think? Okay, that's what we'll do. Next up, we have a trailer for Sea of Thieves: The Legend of Monkey Island. I guess this is DLC. Uh yeah, they make like new campaigns for Sea of Thieves that okay. go online and then cuz it's an online game. Okay. So, I never knew about Monkey Island, but Jess said it's an old Lucas Arts game. Yep. Point and click. Yeah, point and click game. So, they did like a Pirates of the Caribbean Sea of Thieves, so now they're doing Monkey Island. Uh she recognized it immediately and knew the captain's name, so I I didn't I never heard of it, so and I've never played Sea of Thieves, so this is going to get past me. But if you like Sea of Thieves or Monkey Island, here you go. Yeah, it was. It's very nostalgic. This is a very nostalgic mashup. Um, I've I've never played Sea of Thieves, and I actually never played Monkey Island. I, I do love Full Throttle. That's my favorite point and click adventure. Yeah, it's Lucas Arts. Um, I've actually wanted. I actually still kind of want to do a costume from that game. Do it then, lazy. Maybe I will. I just have to make a, a leather polecats jacket. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, this is, uh, I think you're exactly right. If you're into these two things, you'll probably play it. Yep. Uh, all right. So, then we have a trailer for uh, the Ornithopter uh, addition to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. So, they're putting uh, or- Ornithopters in Flight Simulator and making it so you can fly around Dune. Uh, I don't have Flight Simulator, but if I did, I would be playing dune flight simulator i'm absolutely going to download this even if it's like i gotta pay money like five ten bucks i'll buy it right for sure and then i'm gonna fly around the uh the mojave i'm gonna fly around the sahara i've already flown around the sahara Uh, i'm gonna fly around stuff i'm gonna fly around deserts do it watch out for uh shai hulud shai hulud it's noble to give up your water to shai hulud it is I'll also be on the lookout for the Lisam Al Gaib. <laughs> Sometimes I call Chili that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll like wander into the room, and I'm like, the Lisam Al Gaib. <laughs> Muadib. Yeah, that's fun. It's fun things oh, you can man. do with dogs. Yes, Dune and dogs, dog dunes, Dune dogs, dog dunes, Dune dogs. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for Senua's Saga: Hellblade Two. This. I really wish I played the first one. This looks aw- this is my aesthetic. Like I love like ancient Celtic folklore. Like I love it and this what exactly what this is and it looks mm-hmm. cool as all get out. Uh maybe I'll play that first one. I got to look into this cuz this when I saw this I was like I really want to know I really want to be uh, involved in Senua's saga, Senwa. Yeah, Senwa. It looks so good. Yeah, this is really good animation. This has some of the best facial animation of any game I've seen. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? It's, it, they had to do mocap on the faces, like on the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which the facial animation in that is tremendously good. Yeah. Like, there's the, the way the light hits her face in this cave, and she's, like, looking to the side, it, like, it looks really good. Um, 
I will say the opening of this trailer really triggered me because she's like squeezing through this like tunnel. I have a thought on that as well. So I've been watching on YouTube this channel called Mr. Nightmare where he reads true stories, like true scary stories from people. And sometimes they have footage. And there's one episode about a cave. And there's a story about this guy who got stuck in a cave and I could barely get through listening to them talk about it because I have claustrophobia. Yeah, me too. Uh, pretty bad and just the guy was talking about like going into this and this guy got stuck and i just was like like i had to spread out my arms as as wide as i could and yeah so i feel you it's oh yeah i mean even crawling around in like crawl spaces that that you know when i was doing that job with the uh with that uh foundations repair yeah uh, and, and crawling through crawl spaces, like it was, it, it was nightmarish, dude. Like I, I couldn't breathe. It was yeah, awful. It sucks. It, it, it was one of the worst times. Speaking of, my of life crawl spaces, there. there's another one of those Mr. Nightmare videos. <laughs> did you watch that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I did. Okay. So this is a deviation, but man, <laughs> that Mr. Nightmare has this video of this guy who's goes to check on a noise in this crawl space. And it's a video the guy who took on Snapchat and there's a guy down there. And I, I never, I shrieked and, like when I watched it, because I wasn't I wasn't expecting it, and I was like half watching it while I worked. Oh man, that scared the that scared me bad. It, it was it was a big no thank you for me. Yeah, it's like oh my gosh, Ugh. awful. It was awful. Um, okay, so then we have a trailer for Path of the Goddess. Yeah, so this is a Capcom game. The trailer is gorgeous. The designs look like kind of Japanese folklore monsters and like really pretty uh, animation, like cool environments, weird monsters. But uh, this Capcom game, so the controls are probably bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Um, this is one of the busiest looking games I've ever seen. Oh, definitely, no question there. The costumes are busy. The monsters are busy. The environments are busy. It's like there's so much happening on screen at once. Yep, it's really cool looking, uh, but not gonna. It play does. It. Yeah, it does look really cool, but it, yeah, I'm thinking the same. Probably not gonna, not gonna get into this. Okay, now let's talk about this meat. Yep. Uh, we have a trailer. We got a lot of we got a lot of content from this this past like week, but we have a trailer for Starfield. So Starfield. So Bethesda came out, and Todd came out, and he did his little presentation about Starfield. Yeah. If they even deliver half of what they said yeah. in this yeah. presentation, this could potentially be the best RPG of all time. It is looking to be moving in that direction. I mean, this is everything I want in a video game. It's got the... They had an earworm music from the trailer like i was humming the music after the trailer yep okay that's ridiculous guys you can go to planets you can like have a ship that you live on with your crew you can like build settlements on the planets if you want that's not the focus of the game yeah uh if if i man i want this so bad but i want it to be so they they're promising a lot in this conference they are but the game is also close to release because it comes out at the end of the year so it's not like Peter Molyneux lying about what's going to be in Fable sequels back in the early 2000s. Right. It's got to have at least most of these features in the game if they're talking about them like this. It just looks... I don't even know what to say about because how good... It, like I want to build a ship and fly around space, you know? There's like space combat too. Yep. This looks uh, like the gravity changes in the in the ships. Like, so like you'll be walking in one room, and then the next you're floating, or you're or you're moon jumping, yep. or whatever. This looks so good that I want this in real life. Like, I want to be a space explorer. Okay, yeah, that's what I want. I want to live on a ship and in space and have a crew. That's just yeah. That's my favorite thing. Like I, like my my genre that I like is this, and and so if they could do this good where. I can hang out in this game a lot and feel even a little bit like that's what's going on. Yeah. I'll be happy. If somehow you're my great, 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 great grandchild listening to this in, you know, two, three hundred years from now, and you're like, 
oh man, you know, great, 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 great granddad missed out because that's what we're doing, man. We're, we've got the crew, we've got this ship, we're flo- flying around the, the solar system or the galaxy or whatever. Like you missed out. Like, yeah, I did. I did miss out. I really wanted that, you know? Look, you future people, you best appreciate what you have because here in the past, we can barely get like our internet to work sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, come on. So anyway, Starfield can't wait. Uh, we may not even have a podcast that week because we're just gonna be playing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be us. <laughs> be back later playing Starfield. Can't talk now, Starfield. Bye. All right. So then next up, we have a trailer for Still Wakes the Deep. Yeah, so this is just a real teaser trailer. It's a uh, horror game that takes place on a oil derrick in the ocean, which is the best possible place for a horror game to take place. And Still Wakes the Deep is one of the best titles for a horror thing I've ever heard. It's kind of like how that one book is called The Dark Between the Stars, but it didn't earn being... It's not right. a good book, so it shouldn't be called right. that. But yeah. this is Still Wakes the Deep. Excellent title. I don't really play horror games, but I really like Still Wakes the Deep as a title. Yeah. I mean, no, hardly anybody. I don't know anybody that's been onto a, a, an offshore oil drilling platform. Yeah. So it's like a, this like alien foreign thing to us. So of course it's like super creepy because you know anything about it. Justin, you always. Go on. Like in Batman when he says, you'll always fear what you don't understand. Yeah. Uh, Jess and I kept making references to the Simpsons episode where <laughs> Homer and Ned and Bart and them are lost in a raft in the ocean and then they come up to one of these that has a crusty burger on it and Homer orders 3,000 hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Still wakes the deep. Good. Yep. That is a good title. It is. Uh, all right. So the next up we have a trailer for Dungeons of Hinterburg. Yeah, this is kind of a cool looking game. Uh, it's set in like a little alpine village, uh, Hinterberg, and it's just like a puzzle, like three D puzzles and um, combat and kind of, but kind of like with a chill kind of vibe to it. The girl the hoverboard. Yeah, the main character kind of looks like the she kind of looks like a cross between the lo-fi girl and. What's that thing that Grace did a costume of with the big sword? Oh yeah, transistor. Transistor, yeah. So, but like, I don't know. This looks like if the, if the vibes are good and the gameplay is fun, that it would be something that you could get sucked into. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of Borderlandy looking. Yeah, yeah, um, cell shaded. Yeah, so it does look like it's kind of some standard adventure game fare, like yes. opening up chests a lot and and that sort of thing. But if like the music was kind of like right and yeah like like the vibes were right and you can just kind of roam around and look at stuff i mean it could be kind of fun yeah and uh, relaxing maybe so, so on my radar but i don't know yeah i'll have to see uh something that's not on either of our radar is the cyberpunk phantom liberty ex- expansion yeah, I it's guess. an expansion with more johnny silverhand as soon as this came up no. i said fool me eight or more times shame on me yeah I like, i'm not I, gonna they lost our trust, didn't they, Nick? Didn't they yeah, lose I our trust? Yeah, I don't like cyberpunk. I, yeah, I mean, I, I love either. the genre, but right. I do not like cyberpunk 2077 video game. No. Johnny Silverhand, I, I, go, I go, Johnny Silverhand again? Like, yeah, that I, main storyline was garbage. It was so uninteresting and not fun. Like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah, I didn't like not it. not interested in this. Don't like it. Like, like, I go, when I look back at my time with cyberpunk, and I go, if I had never played it, I don't think I would be missing out on anything. Agreed. Yeah, I I sometimes, like, if I'm low on funds, I think about the $60 I spent on Cyberpunk, and I get mad about that, like, still. And that was years ago. I'm like, I could really use that $60 I spent on Cyberpunk. Stupid, stupid like, game. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Not, not good. So we're not interested in this. We won't be getting this. Nope. Okay. So then we have a trailer for Clockwork Revolution, also known as Bioshock Infinite 2. Yeah, so this is major Bioshock Infinite vibes. Uh, it's a steampunk game with robots and everything visually is great. There's zeppelins. Uh, there's, I mean, steampunk is a is a good aesthetic. It's an aesthetic yeah. that visually I find extremely appealing. Yes. I really yes. did like Bioshock Infinite, but like this is a first person game, so it just really takes a lot to get me to play a first person game. Sure. 
Uh, I feel like I've already played this. I mean, I played yeah, Bioshock I've Infinite. Played so Infinite. I don't really have any desire to play yep. this again. Okay, last trailer we got here is something that is so out there and wide and weird, but kind of in the best way. It's Squirrel with a Gun. So this is literally what it sounds like. You're a squirrel with a gun, and then you... Like, sometimes the guns do different things. Like, you can shoot a Uzi, and it sends you flying into the air, and you shoot it to fly. And, and shotguns send you back, like, eight feet. It was ridiculous. I'll never play this, but the trailer was worth watching. Very entertaining. If this was, like, free-to-play, I would just kind of play around with it. But, yeah. Uh, it's so stupid, but it's it's kind of great, you know? Yeah, it does look great. So I thought I thought it was a magnificent trailer. Oh, yeah. It was excellent, excellent. So Squirrel with a Gun coming to... Oh, also the song. There's, like, a James Bond-esque song in this trailer that's, yeah. like, about the squirrel with a gun. So just watch the trailer for that alone. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, that's all the video games uh, content that we've got. Yeah, this, this was a very content-heavy episode. It really was. We had to get through a lot of stuff here. Yeah. But hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you maybe heard about something you want. Uh, it's, it's probably Starfield, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably what you're... Can't wait for Starfield. So for the Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon, also known as Ben Moon Infinite 2. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I still wake the deep, I guess. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I like it. Happy Trailsers. I'll say, Armageddon. And then I slap my knees and stand up, and then we jump to hyperspace. <laughs>